the, then the thing that really sets me off is, well, once we have a vaccine, then everything will go back, back to normal. To normal. Yeah. And I say, you mean like the flu vaccine that's 8% effective? I don't worry. I catch if, I mean, if I had a brake pad manufacturing company for cars and my brake pads were 8% effective, I would be out of business. George Floyd was not taken out because he was black. George Floyd was taken out because he was owed major drug money by Derek Shaven. When you're making vaccines that are 8% effective for the flu that you have to change every year, which, by the way, give most people that take them the flu. Food. And you're going to tell me that this new, and they can't sue, you can't sue them for this without going through the VAERS court, which is a joke. And you're going to tell me that once we have a untested, brand new, rushed through vaccine, then everything is going to go back to normal? Good luck with that. I'll tell you what, they're going to test it in Africa, like they're doing, kill a bunch of Africans, pay them off $1,000 per person, which is the maximum that they have to spend if they kill somebody. So they already know that because it's way cheaper to kill them there than kill them here found out what the Chinese Communist Party, the Red Dragon, is doing to these people and have been doing to these people for the last 20 years in China, sending hundreds and thousands of innocent Falun Gong practitioners, Uyghur Muslims, house Christians, and Tibetan Buddhists. Particularly 95% of um, the victims are Falun Gong practitioners to be state-mandated hospitals, concentration camps, death camps, military facilities, uh, military facilities run by the Chinese military at the behest of the, of the highest-ranking officials of the Chinese Communist Party to create a illegal, sanctioned, forced organ harvesting business. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Truth Defender Podcast. We are coming to you from the greatest country in the world, deep in the heart of the Lone Star State, Dallas, Texas. I am your host, Paul Aguilar. We really appreciate you guys stopping in. Uh, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, please, please, please make sure you guys subscribe, hit that bell icon as well, uh, and also hit that thumbs up button. You know, that'll really help us out a lot. If you guys are on the go, you can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts at Truth Defender Podcast. Uh, if you guys want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Defender Podcast, Instagram at Truth Defender Podcast, as well as on Facebook at The Truth Defender Podcast. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments for myself or our guests, if you guys have any guests or topic recommendations, you can go ahead and email us at thetruthdefender1776 at gmail.com. Before we get started, I want to take a minute here to give a little shout out to a good friend of mine by the name of Dwight Decker. He's based out of South Carolina, uh, Somerville, to be exact. Um, they had their seventh annual Walk for the Fallen. Uh, I believe it was Saturday, I believe. So I'm a little behind the curve. Um, the Walk for the Fallen, what that is, is a 33-mile hump or march or run, whatever you guys you know want to do. Uh, they actually start in Somerville, and they make that 33-mile trip down to Mount Pleasant Memorial Waterfront Park uh, in South Carolina. Uh, which honors vets who have fallen victim to PTSD. Uh, after the walk, they stop at the waterfront and they read off all the names that they have. Um, I think it's like a name cloth that they have. So they write down a bunch of names of everybody that's still alive or that's actually passed on uh, and made the actual sacrifice for a great country. Um, and they also have joined up with a program called Grappling PTSD. So all the money that they raise from that walk actually goes to them to help 
um, you know, other veterans, if they need help trying to get to the dentist, if they need any kind of medical expenses. Uh, they also do counseling for the families as well. Um, so it's a great program. If you guys want to check it out, you can find that at helpgrapplingptsd.org forward slash walk for the fallen. Also, if you guys are out in Somerville, South Carolina right now, uh, you guys are trying to get into shape or whatever, you can go ahead and go to blackforcemma.com, which is my friend Dwight Decker's gym. Um, he'll get you guys squared away out there. So for anybody that wants to do that, you can go ahead and find them at blackforcemma.com. Um, so without further ado, we have Bishop Larry Gators back on the show. Bishop Larry Gators is the host of the nationally syndicated program, Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, as well as the presiding bishop of End Time Age Deliverance Ministries Worldwide, based out of New York City. Uh, back by popular demand, like I mentioned to him earlier, uh, he's getting ready to bring some more truth to you guys. Uh, Lord knows we need it. I know the last time we spoke, we were kind of, which was over like a month ago, uh, we were kind of maybe not dreading what was to come in the future, but we were kind of hoping that things were going to start getting a little better. Um, it doesn't look like that's actually happened. Uh, things have probably gotten a little bit worse, but uh, yeah. without, without further ado, Bishop Larry Gators, how are you doing, sir? Brother Paul, it is such a great honor to be back with you, my friend, on the Truth Defender Show there in Dallas, Texas, and myself, my staff, they absolutely love your show, and we receive anywhere from 80 to 120 invitations from all over the world, from radio um, shows and podcasts, and we, um, we choose each one through prayer, and yours is high up on that list, so it's a great honor to be back with you tonight and on the Truth Defender Show. Thank you so much for inviting me back, sir. Absolutely, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, like I mentioned to you off air, we had kind of a big firestorm out here uh, after you came on the first time. Everybody trying to get, you know, when we're going to get you back on the show, how they could reach you, like, where, you know, where they could find you, get like a little more information. Um, so for those that weren't here the first time and didn't get that kind of information. Can you please let them know where they can find you? Yeah, it was, um, it was a powerful, powerful, um, powerful broadcast and uh, a powerful teaching. And, um, and I believe I was kind of talking about Kobe Bryant and the greatest global cover-up in human history and the Boule Sicker Society and Sigma Pi Five and kind of giving up this, um, this diagram, this schematical blueprint of the death of Kobe Bryant, the unleashment of COVID-19 and this global financial shutdown of all the businesses, not just in our country, but around the world and George Floyd. And it's, it's like a cascade type of domino effect, which I believe is part of what we call chaos theory, right? Which is the randomness, that nothing is by accident, that all chaos is not necessarily chaos, and all order is not necessarily order. Uh, but tonight, I want to get into a brand new topic uh, entitled Kanye West, Harriet Tubman in the Prince Hall Paradigm. Uh, I was on Alex Jones' show uh, twice, and this past time, I believe last week, I was the guest host for the fourth hour of the Alex Jones show on Infowars. And uh, so Kanye West made a comment a week, two weeks ago, in North 
Charleston, South Carolina. And I'm very excited to be back on your show here tonight, man of God. So then Kanye West is deemed to be unstable, including people like Dave Chappelle. And the reason why these men that I believe are becoming patriots because they're beginning to awaken. They're beginning to throw away the blue pill psychology and they're leaving the plantation of the Democratic Party. And so now going back into history of this systemic enslavement through the uh, Atlantic slave trade, right? The transatlantic slave trade, going back in the 16 and 1700s, any slave who wanted to leave the plantation, uh, that slave was deemed unstable not only by the big house of what we call the Democratic Party today, but that slave was deemed to be unstable by their fellow slave brothers and sisters. It has not changed. And so we, uh, not just as Black people, but we as Americans, we have been lied to. We have been played. We are being deceived by this global Balfourment Luciferian deep state whose goal is to destroy President Trump and to destroy this nation, the greatest nation on the face of the earth, by destroying the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the Bill of Rights. So to understand what's happening today, with Kanye West, the Harriet Tubman comment, and the connection to the Prince Hall paradigm. Let's look at, again, the past of Harriet Tubman. So then that Kanye West comment, and let me allow me to say this to your listener. Kanye West told the truth. Kanye West is not unstable. Kanye West is not suffering from dementia, or he's not schizophrenic. He's not schizoid-phrenic. He's not suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder or disassociative identity disorder. He's not a psychopath, nor is Kanye West a sociopath. So he said a week and a half, two weeks ago, man of God, that Harriet Tubman never freed the slaves and that she sold the slaves to the North in which she did. And so Kanye West was in North Charleston, South Carolina, when he made that comment. That is the exact geographical location going back in June of 1863 what Harriet Tubman, with the help of the Northern military industrial complex, had raided North Charleston, South Carolina, to quote-unquote free enslaved Blacks, not only in North Charleston, but throughout Central and Southern South Carolina. So then Kanye West and Dave Chappelle, we have to pray for them, these men, because their lives are on the line. 
So then to understand the structure of my brother, what we call the DNC, the Democratic Party, white people did not create the Ku Klux Klan. Again, white people did not create the KKK. A Rothschild agent, an attorney, who never graduated from law school, but yet he called himself an attorney, a man by the name of Judah Philip Benjamin, had created the Klan in Pulaski, Tennessee, in 1865 with Rothschild money. So then the Knights of the Golden Circle now has become the Ku Klux Klan, which was in the beginning, man of God, a Kinsarian Jewish secret society. Now, when I, mean, when I say Kinsarian Jews, I'm not talking about our Jewish brothers and sisters. Right. So, because I am not into Semitic one bit. Because on the side, as a sign note, every Hebrew is a Jew, but every Jew is a Hebrew. Another topic for another day. But the Rothschild dynasty wanted to overtake the money supply in the United States, which eventually led to the assassination of Abraham Lincoln with the backing of the Rothschild dynasty. So then the KKK was created by the Rothschild dynasty in 1865 in Pulaski, Tennessee, which they, through uh, the Rothschilds, through Judith and Philip Benjamin, had hired Albert Pike and Nathan Bedford Forrest to be the face of the Klan, thereby hiding the Rothschilds in their complicity on going behind these white men as the creators of the Ku Klux Klan. So then white America has been lied to as well as black America and all America. Who's lying to us? The Hollywood industrial complex that's ran by the Rothschilds, okay? Um, the Oppenheimers, the Warburgs, so of the synagogue of Satan, okay? So then, as we're talking about Harry Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm, so then Harriet Tubman, whose real name was uh, Araminta Ross, she was born during the month of March 1822 and died during the month of March of 1913. So how did she learn about the Underground Railroads? Because she was taught by the Rothschilds who built their railroads in the early parts of the 1700s, where the Underground Railroad system with Rothschild money was built by the North, not the South. It was built by the North in preparation of delivering not just any blacks, but the North had hired this woman, Harriet Tubman, who was a 33rd degree Prince Hall Mason. She was also a high-ranking Eastern Star Mason. So then, according to the book, The Three Masons by Jasper Ridley, 
a history of the world's most powerful secret societies. Dr. Ridley said, and I quote, that Harriet Tubman's bloodline through her first husband, John Tubman, goes back not only to Liberia and even today in Western Africa, but through the bloodline of both Harriet Tubman and her first husband, John Tubman, okay, they were Prince Hall Masons. Now, who, what is Prince Hall Masonry? Well, the Prince Hall Masonic Order was named after a man by the name of Prince Hall, who was the son of Thomas Prince Hall, also who was a 33rd and one half degree Scottish Rite Mason out of Great Britain. So the father of Prince Hall was a white British slave owner, Thomas Prince Hall, who had raped one of his female black slaves, okay, in Barbados in the early part of 17, in the 1700s. So then Prince Hall was born in Barbados in the year of 1738 in Bridgetown, Barbados. Later, Prince Hall had a son by the name of Primus Hall, capital P-R-I-M-U-S. So the term Primus or Primus is a Greek word meaning primal. And this is where we get the term primal fear, like the movie, as we're breaking down Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. Also, his son's name, Primus, also means Pyru, capital P-I-R-U. That's interesting because the gang out of Los Angeles called the Bloods were originally called the Pyrus, capital P-I-R-U, which is a Finnish, capital F-I-N-N-I-S-H, Finnish, a Finnish word out of Finland signifying a demon of confusion. And this is where we get the term smart aleck. I kid you not. So the term smart aleck is connected to the demon Pyru, which is connected to Primus, the son of Prince Hall. So then, as we go deeper into this paradigm, the Prince Hall paradigm, so the Prince Hall Masonic Order was then created by this uh, African Barbadian, okay, uh, on the 6th of March in 1775. Prince Hall, along with 15 other uh, former slaves, 16 in all, traveled to Great Britain to get permission from the Rothschild dynasty to begin a Black Masonic order, which were later produced uh, people like uh, the Boule Secret Society later in 1904, 200-some years later. So remember last time when I was on your power show, 
that Sigma Pi Phi, the Boule Black Skulls and Bones, were born in the city of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the hometown of Kobe Bean Bryant, okay, on the 15th of May, 1904, which is the same city 27 years earlier in 1775, on the 6th of March, the uh, Prince Hall Masonic Order was born in Philadelphia, okay? Now, 16 men created what we call the first Black Secret Society, Masonic Order Secret Society, the Prince Hall Masonic Order. 16 men. Remember that number 16. Now, there is an organization called Black Lives Matter. Now, Black Lives Matter has 16 chapters in the United States and in Canada that match 16 chapters or points of demonic possession in the West African religion of Odu Ifa, O-D-U space I-F-A. So the founders, these three female witches i make listen i don't bite my tongue i'm a contract assassin i'm a contractor <laughs> representing the kingdom of god my job my assignment here tonight is to decapitate the head of the snake and to cast these devils into hell as fast as i can so 16 men created the prince hall masonic order in 1775, there are 16 points of demonic possession in the West African religion of Odu Ifa, which gives birth to 16 chapters of Black Lives Matter. It, or do they matter because they have significance, or do they matter because they're nothing more than a chemical compound of what you and I call matter, Black Lives Matter? So then, to understand Kanye West and why he said what he said, we have to continue to build this foundation in the background in order to understand the foreground of what's happening today. Sure. There is a second book for your listeners called Masonic Abolitionists, Freemasonry, and the Underground Railroad in Illinois by Dr. Uh, Daryl Lamar Andrews. So Dr. Andrews says in chapters four and five that Harriet Tubman, okay, now if you go to her Wikipedia page, type in Harriet Tubman, it will show her photo with both her right and left hand fingers interlocked. She has that a high level Masonic hand sign, which means she's a high-level Eastern star in a high-level Masonic order person within um, the Prince Hall Freemasonic Order. So her picture is on Wikipedia. So then, uh, according to this powerful book uh, concerning abolitionists, the Masonic abolitionists, Freemasonry, okay, in the Underground Railroad in Illinois, okay. Harriet Tubman was recruited 
by the Rothschild dynasty out of Eastern, Central, and Western Europe through the North, my friend, the Northern military and financial industrial complex to recruit black men and women, not to free them, but to recruit them to be engineers, land surveyors, brick masons, okay, and carpenters. So between 70 and 300, blacks were so-called delivered by this woman. 70% of these men and women were highly skilled individuals who were masons and land surveyors, okay? And who were also engineers. One of the most famous black masons was a man by the name of Dr. Benjamin Banneker, who was commissioned by George Washington in 1791 to build Washington, D.C. Yes, a black man built Washington, D.C. Why isn't Benjamin Banneker in the history books? Because the Democratic Party, they don't want that. Because if you don't know that you did anything, you would never get up and do anything. Okay? This is part of the greatest global cover-up in human history, as we're talking about Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. So there are abolitionists that helped her. Albert Pike, wait a minute, Albert Pike was the face of the Klan who had recruited this woman to deliver 70 to 300 black men and women. Rob Morris, who was the founder of the Eastern Stars, he had recruited Harriet Tubman, John Brown, Levi Coffin. So these men who were abolitionists or deliverers of uh, uh, people of African descent out of slavery, they were a part of the democratic plantational system whose intent, they were not interested in freeing black people in black minds. Their intent was to make money by supplying both sides, North and South, preparing for the impending civil war that took place on the 12th of April in 1861 and ended on the 9th of April in 1865. So then to understand the comment that my brother Kanye uh, West made, we have to look at this fallacy called Harriet Tubman that through the barrel of a gun, she forced these Africans or the black diaspora from these plantations, anywhere from 70 to 300 men and women. Why did she force them by gunpoint? Because she was getting paid by the Rothschilds through Albert Pike, through Rob Morris of the Eastern Stars, through John Brown, through Levi Coffin, and through Ulysses S. Grant of the North to supply the North with 
engineers and carpenters and brake masons, not to benefit black people, but to benefit the Northern system as they prepared for the Civil War. See, this is what America doesn't know. Why? Because we're so busy keeping up with the Kardashians with their 10 wigs, five wigs, and three and a half extensions that they got from the tail of a dead horse that was sacrificed to devils in Pakistan. Don't get me started here today. So then, what Kanye West told was the truth, as we're talking about Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. And jump in any time if you have a comment, man of God. So this is important, okay? Now, in my conclusion, like I said, Dr. Benjamin Banneker was a high-ranking 33rd-degree Mason of the Prince Hall Masonic Order in 1791, was commissioned by George Washington to build the District of Columbia of what you and I call today Washington, D.C. So then, there are three words I want you and I to concentrate on. Abolition, manumission, and emancipation. Abolition. So these abolitionists of Albert Pike, Rob Morris, John Brown, Levi Coffin, were sent at the behest of the Rothschilds through the political arm of the Democratic Party and through this Trojan horse called emancipating Black people, not because they wanted to free Black minds, but they needed bodies to be a part of the Northern military and the and financial industrial complex in order for the North to destroy the South. No one talks about Northern racism. All we talk about is Southern racism. But Northern racism and Southern racism, they are both ends, Brother Paul, of the same snake. As we're talking about Kanye West, Harriet Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm. The first letter of abolition is A. The first letter of manumission is M. And the first letter of emancipation is E. So look at the term abolition. So they send the abolitionists to free black people. But the term manumission, capital M-A-N-U, mission, that means the redesignment of the slave. Listen, I know legally that slavery, through the Emancipation Proclamation in 1863, and two years later in 1865, through the ratification of the 13th Amendment, on paper, Brother Paul, slavery has been abolished. But psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually, slavery has not been abolished. Slavery has been manumission or redesigned. It's like in a sci-fi movie, okay? You have the body 
on the plantation of the past, but now there's a new plantation called uh, the American Sports Industrial Complex, the NFL Draft, the NBA Draft, Major League Baseball, okay, the National Hockey League. It's not about black and white. It's everyone. So the slave has not advanced from being a slave to be a, a, a free person. But the background has changed. Right. Now the plantation is not a Southern Bell plantation. The plantation is the National Basketball Association. The plantation is the NFL. The plantation is Major League Baseball. You know where basketball came from? From the, not just from Dr. James Naismith, but the grandfather of Dr. Naismith was a slave owner out of Canada who would punish his male slaves by castrating their parts and using the two balls as little games to throw into uh, wooden baskets. Mm. That's where you get basketball coming from. But black people don't know that. And 90% of the black players in the NBA, they don't know that. Where did we get baseball? Same thing, okay? Abner Doubleday, his grandfather was a slave master who used to castrate black men and to dip their private parts in white. Why? As a sign of enslavement in order to show other slave masters. Sick. That's where baseball came from. Where did football come from? Somebody said a pigskin. Well, going back, okay, to the 17 and 1800s, the, a lot of the heads of the slave men and women who would run from the plantation, their heads were decapitated, put inside and stuffed inside of a pig, mm. and they would drive that pig with the head of the slave inside of that pig and would kick the football or kick the pig. Now it's called the pig skin <laughs> classic. But those 7% of black players in the NFL, they don't know that, Brother Paul. Right. Why? Because my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. This is Kanye West, Harriet Tubman. Oh, my God. I feel like teaching today in the yeah. Prince Hall paradigm. Now, manumission means... Before we can emancipate the slave, we have to redesign him to be a present-day slave. He's a free slave, Brother Paul. Notice the words. He's not a free black man, yeah. or she's not a free black woman. They're a free slave. So, abolition, Manumission is the redesignment of the slave who has now been emancipated into a new slavehood. Again, this is A, abolition, M, manumission, and E, emancipation, which is actually the code word 
for the African A Methodist M Episcopal E Church, which was founded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the hometown of Kobe Bryant, the hometown of the Boule Secret Society, the hometown of the Prince Hall Masonic Order. So the African A Abolition Methodist Manumission Episcopal Emancipation Church. Let me say this again. So you have the African Abolition Methodist, when we get the term methodology, manumission, the redesignment of a new slave, Episcopal or Emancipation Church, which was founded by Frederick Douglass, Absalom Jones, and Richard Allen, all a part of the Prince Hall Masonic Order in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1787. This is Kanye West, <laughs> Harriet Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm. So Harriet Tubman is a lie. Sojourner Truth, that I don't have time to get into her right now. Next time that I come on your show next month, I'm going to, we've been lied to. I'm going to say something else. It is going to upset a lot of people, black people. Listen, remember, I am a contract killer. My <laughs> job is not to make friends. I thank God that I have a friend in you, um, Brother Paul. But my first intent is not to make friends. My first intent is to expose the Democratic Party. So we've been lied to, not just as Black Americans. We've been lied to, okay? Now, remember the television show Roots during the 1970s and 80s? Alex Haley had plagiarized that story. Alex Haley, who was a high-ranking Prince Hall Mason, who was also the author of the autobiography of Malcolm X, which Malcolm X did not know that Alex Haley was an agent provocateur working for the FBI along with his friend, Albert Balk. They were feeding the FBI information in 1962 and 63, two years before the assassination of Malcolm X. So then Alex Haley, who had plagiarized Roots, okay, and was sued multiple times for plagiarizing that story, which didn't happen. So then why won't Hollywood come out with the truth? Because it would change the narrative. They want to keep Black people on the plantation of victimhood, that someone owes me something. Let me tell you, Black America, no one owes us nothing. Your future, you have to work for it. Why? Because it isn't handed to you, okay? But Black people don't want to hear that. Not all, but a certain percentage. Why? Because through Black Lives Matter, which was not organically created by Black people, it was created by George Soros, their slave master. Because the real name of George Soros, Brother Paul, is not Soros, which means sorority. The real name of George Soros is George Swartz. Mm -hmm. Well, 
the first woman who had helped create Black Lives Matter is a woman by the name of Alicia Garza. But Garza is not her last name. Guess what her last name is? It's Schwartz, the same last name as her slave master, George Schwartz. Right. Is that by accident? No. no. So then, as we end this tonight, Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, the lie of that, which has created the, this Prince Hall paradigm. Now, as a side note, when you go back into history, in 1119 AD, my brother, the first military industrial complex in the world was the Knights Templar. The Knights Templar, and the term Templar means temple of the mind. Right. So this is where we get the video game that a lot of kids and a lot of you adults play uh, with every other day, and that is Assassin's Creed. That's model after John Day Malloy, the last grandmaster of the Knights Templar, but also the Assassin's Creed video game is modeled after the Jesuit secret society that was created some hundreds of years later in 1540 in Paris, France, by a killer by the name of Ignatius Loyola, which many colleges and universities around the world are named after a killer who is also portrayed in that Assassin's Creed game. People's minds are being blown right now, Manica, as we're talking about Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. So then, in my conclusion, if you guys get an opportunity, look on uh, Google Images and type in Knights Templar carries Balfamet. Mm -hmm. Knights Templar Templar carries Balfamet. It will show you an old photo of the Knights Templar carrying on a chair their god Balfamet, which is half a man, half a woman, half a goat, representing the transgender sexual disorientation of the global Illuminati system, connected to bestiality of the goat. And this is why Black people keep saying, you're the greatest of all time, goat. Stop saying that, Black people. G-O-A-T. That was a cold word that the nice Templars used to each other in order to initiate each other into a higher level of dark matter within the Baphomet system. But people don't know that today because they have not been taught. So in that picture of Baphomet, okay, on its forearm, it has the words solve coagula. Solve et coagula. What does that mean? It means that the deep state is going to dissolve a world population, COVID-19, in the vaccination called hydrogel in MCR5, which is made out of dead tissues from dead fetuses. So through salt ET coagula, the deep state through the global vaccination industrial complex is going to vaccinate people all over the world 
to depopulate certain geographical locations in order to replace those people with the blood of the global elite. It's not going to happen because no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper, as the Bible says. So on that picture of the nice Templar lifting up Balfamet, now, some years ago, keep a mental paperclip there on Google Images of the nice Templar carrying Balfamet on a chair on their shoulder. Now, as a side note, okay, George Floyd, who it was anyone from six foot four to six foot six and a half, had a closed casket ceremony, and his casket was only six foot one and a half. How does a man shrink like that, Brother Paul? Because we're being lied to, okay? Through problem, action, solution, where the deep states creates a manufactured crisis, George Floyd, okay, to solicit emotional response from black people, okay? in order for us to riot through mayhem and discombobulation, destroying our neighborhoods in those businesses in Minneapolis, which 80% are owned under the insurance company, the National Indemnity Insurance Company, owns 80% of the buildings that were destroyed in Minneapolis. Oh, who owns the National Indemnity Insurance Company? Warren Buffett. So then, the rioters, through problem, reaction, solution, where the deep state creates a catastrophe because black people don't want to hear the truth about George Floyd, who was a major drug trafficker, including his buddy, Derek Shaven, who took him out. Derek Shaven was a drug trafficker for the entire apparatus of the Minneapolis Police Department. So then Derek Shaven owed George Floyd money. But see, the crack news network won't tell you. MSNBC and Rachel Madcow Maddow, they won't tell you that. Right. Why? Because all, it's all about racism. So then remember in my conclusion, so this Prince, notice, not just Prince Hall, but Prince Hall is really an extension of both the Knights Templar and the Jesuit Secret Society that was born in Paris, France, 1540, with the financial backing of the Vatican. So then the nice Templar carrying Balfamin on its shoulder as Balfamin is on a chair. A few years ago, God rest his soul, a minister by the name of Bishop Eddie Long out of Atlanta, Georgia, on a Sunday morning was carried on a chair by Prince Hall Masons in his church. Mm. Look it up on Google mm. Images. Bishop Eddie Long carried on a chair. That was the connection to Balfamet going back hundreds of years in 1119 AD in Jerusalem, Israel, where Balfamet is carried on a chair by the servants of Balfamet the Knights Templar. Now, Eddie Long, Bishop Eddie Long, was carried on the chair and thereby was initiated into that dark order matter going inside of the body of Balfamet. That's why God himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, the true God, will not be mocked. And then a few years later, 
Bishop, Bishop Edelong dies. Why? The judgment of God, my friend. And that is almost the end. Give me five minutes. Sure. So then Kanye West, Harry Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm. And so then when we talk, and there's a picture on Google Images that your listeners can type in. Type in, okay, uh, the result of the 15th Amendment, okay, or a picture of the 15th Amendment which shows on the right-hand side of that, the result of the 15th Amendment, it shows Frederick Douglass on the right-hand side of that photo on Google Images, the result of the 15th Amendment photo. It shows Frederick Douglass and Prince Hall Masons, not only on the far right-hand corner of that page, but throughout the outer fringes of the page, protecting the elite that's inside of that page. Remember the Boule Sick of Society. And in my conclusion, man of God, what I'm going to say is mind-blowing. And this is the reason why our brother, Kanye West, told the truth. So then, this woman, <laughs> Harriet Tubman, had supposedly freed anywhere from 70 to 300 slaves. Right. 70% were masons and engineers, okay? Including men that knew medicine that would become doctors to help the North to defeat the South during the Civil War. Harriet Tubman was a spy for the North during the advent of the Civil War. Between the 12th of April, 1861, to the end of the Civil War on the 9th of April in 1865, the code word that was given to her by the Rothschilds through Ulysses S. Grant to Harriet Tubman, the code word was this word called sarcophus or succubus, which is spelled capital S-A-R-C-O-P-H-A-G-U-S. So Sophicus was the spy code name for Harriet Tubman. Hmm. What does Sophicus mean? <clears throat> it is a Greek word signifying a casket or a coffin. This is how they view not just her, but black people. I'm talking about the North. Right. We're always talking about Southern right. racism, but we very there's very few of us that talk about Northern racism. We never talk about Northern racism. We talk about Southern racism. You never hear about it at all. So in my conclusion here, remember that term, solve E.T. Coagula on the forearms of Balfamin. If you type in the writer J.K. Rowling of the Harry Potter series, she has that word or that term, solve, S-O-L-V-E-E-T, coagula, C-O-A-G-U-L-A, tattooed on one of her forearms. Hmm. J.K. Rowling, the writer of the Harry Potter series, is a Luciferian Balfamet worshiper who has made millions propagating through, okay, her books, okay, concerning Luciferianism, Balfamet, 
through the Luciferian deep state. And that is the end, my friend, of Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. Because I got to tell you, I, it, this is probably one of the most powerful teachings I have ever done. Now, remember the AME Church that is founded by Frederick Douglass, Absalom Jones, okay, okay. Uh, by these men, okay, including Richard Allen. They're all Prince Hall Masons. But the real name of the African Methodist Church is not, is not the African Methodist Church. That's just the Trojan horse of the real code name, which means Abolition African Methodist Manumission, the redesignment of a slave, and Episcopal Emancipation. So the deep state of the North using the AME church as a tool of manipulation, of manipulating Black America to keep her on the plantation because the system of the left cannot survive without Black people. Do you know, my friend, that half, and I'm done here, do you realize that half, half of Nike's global sale, I'm not talking about the domestic sale here in the United States. Half of Nike's global sales is from black money. Yeah, absolutely. Half, half, think about that. Black America, half of the global sales of Nike that sold in 207 countries around the world, 207 countries according to the, uh, the United Nations Index, Half of the global sales is from black people in America who don't love who they are because their identity is not in the Lord Jesus Christ. Their identity is in a pair of Air Jordans who is named after a man who is a Boule Secret Society member, Sigma Pi Phi, an Eastern star, and a man that's high up as a 33rd degree Mason within the Prince Hall Masonic paradigm. And he will never visit a black community. Why? Because Michael Jordan is manumission. He's been redesigned as a slave, okay? So when you look at the tennis shoe, well, who created the athletic shoe? It wasn't Converse. It wasn't Puma, okay? It wasn't Asics. It wasn't Nike. Who created the athletic shoe? A slave owner by the name of Willie Lynch, who in 1712 wrote a manifesto of how to control your slave. He wrote this manifesto to the slave owners, and not just the South, but the slave owners in the state of Virginia. And he said that I have a plan in my bag to divide light versus dark, dark people versus light-complected Africans, hmm. young versus old, daughter versus father, father um, um, against his son to divide and conquer. So Willie Lynch, this is where we get the town, Lynchburg, Virginia, mm. that's named after him. So Willie Lynch created a, what we call the tennis shoe or the rubber shoe. 
So any slave that was to perform, I want you to get this, any slave that had a talent of dancing and playing music was deemed to be a celebrity on the plantation, was given these rubber sole shoes to dance in, in parties where many slave masters around the county, around the state were come to see black folk dance and entertain and shock and jive. <laughs> and now that is called the athletic shoe industrial complex because those slave ships that my people came over, man of God, are shaped like the sole of an athletic tennis shoe. 90% of NBA players have multi-million dollar contracts with Nike, with Puma, with Asics, with Converse. In the sole, in the shape of the athletic shoe is shaped like an ancient slave ship, which means black people are not free, but they just been manumission. They've been redesigned not to benefit their people. They've been redesigned to benefit the system because without black America, without Latino America, the system of the left would fall because they live off of the oppression of black and Latino people, the Democratic Party. And that is the end, my friend, of Kanye West, Harriet Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm. Oh, it's a lot of information there. It's Woo! great. <laughs> it's, it's extensive. Right I mean, yeah. So it's like the Democratic Party. I don't understand what people don't understand, like their history, yeah. right? So they, we know they've, the party of slavery and all these things. Yes. And, you know, they're still doing it through, you know, yes. Black Lives Matter, things like that. But I mean, yes. you also have Congressman um, Louis Gohmert from here in Texas, who's actually put that on the floor to try to get rid of the Democratic Party. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't, yes. I don't foresee that like ever happening, right? But um, he's just trying to point out that they're pointing fingers at the wrong side. I mean, yes. Democrats have always, you know, always been about slavery. Um, for some reason, people, I mean, not for some reason, I know why, but they just go blind to the fact, they yeah. want to hear it, they don't want to have anything to do with it. The liberalism is out of control right now. Um, you know, it's, you see all these things happening around the country right now, and it's, it's only getting worse. I mean, um, Portland is, has been in riots for, I believe, like 60 days straight now or something like that. Um, and it's, there's no signs of stopping, but I do know, I mean, once the elections happen, you know, it's all of a sudden going to stop. Um, if, if Trump wins again, then it's probably going to start back up again. But uh, yes. a lot of things are happening right now since, I mean, since we spoke last, I mean, you had like Glenn Maxwell was arrested. You had yes. um, all <laughs> China getting kicked out of their consulate here in Houston. You know, that thing was happening and I don't know. I mean, things are rapidly starting to take off and it's it's going to be scary here <laughs> like we said this before was happening i i prophesied this man of god not too long ago and i said now say it again to your listeners all over the world black 
lives matter will be destroyed. Right. Black lives matter. I'm not speaking Ebonics. I'm speaking truth and through authenticity. Black lives matter will be destroyed. Antifa, which is the military arm of Black Lives Matter, will be destroyed. And Black Lives Matter, which is the propaganda arm of Antifa, will be destroyed. Because President Trump and you and I as patriots, we're not going to allow our communities to be destroyed. Do you know, my brother, that Black Lives Matter is now targeting churches? Churches! They're targeting the church because they've been weaponized. And these three witches, okay? Alicia Swartz Garza, Patrice Colors, and Oprah Tamani, they are witches. And if they don't stop and repent before God, whose name is the Lord Jesus Christ, and shut down Black Lives Matter, all three of these women would be open to cancers. I'm not prophesying that on them, but anytime a person, man or woman, operates outside of the perfect will of God, and thereby you're operating in the spirit that does not come from God, okay, destruction, mayhem, through discombobulation, then you're open to any and all spirits, sicknesses, and diseases. So now President Trump is sending out the military, sending out special units. This mess is going to stop, man of God. It's going to stop in Portland, Los Angeles, Houston, Miami, New York. And the reason why, Brother Paul, the reason why you and I see a war in this country, we're seeing the advent of a new Cold War. Not through the creation of weapons of mass destruction like in hydrogen or an atom bomb. No. You and I are eyewitnessing the advent of a new Cold War between two constitutions. The true constitution of 1776 that was later ratified five years later in 1781 where God, through the founders and the framers, had designed the United States for America mm-hmm. to be a Christian theocratic nation. The term theocratic, which means Christ, who is God, is in control of our government. So the founding fathers from the original constitution, 1776, later ratified in 18, 18, uh, 1781, had created and designed the United States for America to be a Christian theocratic nation that is a republic. We were never designed to be a democratic nation. We were designed to be a republic upon which we stand, one nation under God, whose name is the Lord Jesus Christ, not Allah, not Buddha, that big fat demon, not Confucius, (laughs) Because the founding fathers were Christians, were followers of Jesus Christ. That's from the first constitution. That's a battle between that constitution, which you and I follow, versus versus the second constitution of 1871, 95 years later, after 1776 and 1781. Now in 1871, 1871, 
the Rothschilds through the Vatican, through Pope Pius IX in 1871, had put pressure upon President Ulysses S. Grant to scrap the first constitution that make us a Christian theocratic government that is a, that is a republic built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now in 1871, which has now forced the United States to go from the United States for America to the, to the United States, my brother, of America, all in upper cap letters, which mm -hmm. means the United States of America is now a corporation. Right. But the founding fathers never designed our nation to be a corporation. So then why did the Rothschilds want to take over America to make us a corporation? Because the Rothschilds want to run the money supply of our country. So now that's why Abraham Lincoln was taken out. Not because he wanted to free the slaves. He really didn't want to free the slaves. That's right. another lie, another topic for another day. Mm -hmm. But Lincoln was taken out by John Wilkes Booth now, John Wilkes Booth was not his real last name. Uh-oh. His real last name was Botha, mm -hmm. capital B-O-T-H-A, which is a Sephardic Jewish name. That bloodline goes back to the 1400s to the Spanish Inquisition when Queen Isabella excommunicated all Sephardic Jews, including the bloodline of the Bothas, which we're now called the Booth family. Right. So John Wilkes Booth was an agent provocateur hired by an attorney by the name of Simon Wolfe, who was the head of the Virginia chapter mm -hmm. of B'nai Berith of the Anti-Defamation League. Now, Bishop is not anti-Semitic. The Anti-Defamation League, they do great work today in fighting anti-Semitism. But the original Anti-Defamation League, or B'nai B'rith, was a Jewish Masonic secret society order. Simon Wolf was hired by the Rothschilds through B'nai B'rith out of Virginia to hire John Wilkes Botha Booth to assassinate the president in order to allow the Rothschild dynasty out of Europe to control the money supply of the United States for America. This is, but no one is studying this. Everyone's trying to keep up with the Kardashians. Everyone's got their mind on the Super Bowl. Everyone's got their mind on basketball and baseball and football castration and decapitation. My job is to reveal the origins of this deep state on the left. Again, my friend, this is Kanye West, Harry Tubman in the Prince Hall paradigm. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, do you, do you ever have um, any maybe thoughts of getting out of New York eventually in the future? I mean, you know what? Going, it's... You, know, you know what's so amazing, my friend? This is so amazing. You're the fifth person the fifth person in the last five days that has asked me that same question, 
you're the third person. The other four came from four different countries who are ministers, pastor friends of mine. Because my life is threatened every week. I can imagine. I have a security detail. Because last year in February of 2019, I was poisoned at a restaurant in the Jackson Heights section of Queens, Mm. where I was poisoned with rat poison, rat feces, uh, thallium, and arsenic. Because I was exposing these things, especially on the Boulé Secret Society, the Black Skulls and Bones. I was rushed to the hospital that night, spitting up blood, red blood with green substances. I was in the hospital for 10 days. They sent, I couldn't walk, so when I was in the hospital, and I can't say what hospital because it's in litigation now, so I was injected with the wrong antibiotics, not once, not twice, three times, where my face swelled up and my tongue swelled, I couldn't swallow. I was choking. 10 days after that, I was sent to a rehab center because I couldn't walk. My muscles in my legs were atrophying because of the poison. I was in this particular physical rehab for three and a half months, given the wrong antibiotics, again, not once, not twice, but three times, like it was received, that like it was given to me in the hospital. Now in this rehab center, my face swelled up again. I got picture photos that my lawyer has here in New York City. Now sent to another physical rehab center for a period of six months. Lost weight, I couldn't walk. Yeah. So then, saying enough to say this, um, God is my protector. I'd rather die on my feet than to live on my knees. Mm-hmm. And if I die tonight, I can look back and say my assignment was completed. See, my brother, no, listen, I can't die because I have not completed my assignment. When the Lord takes you, it means you have completed your assignment. And as far as people killing people, I was saying this on my global masterclass right before I came on your show. Which I caught. We got students from all (laughs) over the world. I said, men and women were not designed by God to kill. We were not designed nor created by God to kill. So then, for a man, for a man or a woman to kill, it represents, Brother Paul, that 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 person valued something that they valued more than God had to enter into them. So when a man kills his brother, when a woman kills her brother over a jacket, over a pair of tennis shoes that shaped like a slave ship that was created going back in 1712 by a slave master, okay, Willie Lynch, for men and women to kill each other over land in Los Angeles that they don't even own. 
That is a psyop because the term bloods not only means pyru in Finnish, and mind you, as a side note, the Glee actress, okay, what is her name? Naya Rivera? They found her body in the Pyru Lake in California. Pyru has become the bloods today. No, I'm not saying the bloods had anything to do with it, but she, her body was found in the lake called Pyru, which according to the Finnish or Finland language means smart aleck or a demon that agitates. And Miss Rivera was 33 years old, 33 degrees in the Masonic order. So then, when you take the word bloods, the word bloods, Brother Paul, when translated in German, reveals the word polter, capital P-O-L-T-E-R, which means polarizing. In the German interpretation of the word Crips is Geist, capital G-E-I-S-T, which means ghost. So we get the term Poltergeist <laughs> for Bloods and Crips in German. They don't know this, right. but the Central Intelligence Agency created the Bloods in the Crips in the late 60s, early 70s in order to neutralize not just South Central and Compton and Watts, but to neutralize Black America. Mm -hmm. Because of this Democratic Party plantation, all of these riots don't happen in conservative states and Republican-led um, uh, cities and towns. There, these riots take place in liberal democratic cities. And the reason why that Los Angeles and Houston and some parts of Dallas and Baltimore and Detroit are so bad and ran down, it's not because of systemic racism. It's not because of white people. It's not, it wasn't because of Ronald Reagan. And it's not because of President Donald J. Trump. It's because of decades after decades after decades of black, black left-wing, democratic, Marxist, communist leadership of black folk who don't know what they're doing and they are destroying these cities and turn around and asking Trump for a bailout like Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, it's, Dallas was, I mean, it was, when everything kind of started off, it was pretty bad at first. It's kind of died down you don't see too much of anything really right now but um yeah. we're we're that's like i told you before we're getting ready to move we're actually going to leave dallas um we're going to still stay in the area but we're not going to be <laughs> here in dallas dallas anymore it's i yes. mean you know everybody's it looks like everybody's kind of coming down to texas it's probably going to be one of like the last stands that we're going to have yes. here i mean it's it's getting bad i mean it's getting bad and you know what and then there's a town called galveston texas right and on the 19th of June, 1865, this is where black people today call that period Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. Capital J-U-N-E-T-E-E-N-T-H. Where black people celebrate that day every June 19th of every month of every year. 
where black people were liberated in Galveston, Texas. Okay, let me break everyone's, bust everyone's bubble. A union general by the name of Gordon Granger, who was later executed for child pedophilia and child sacrifice in the North, was instructed by Ulysses S. Grant, the same president who gave financial power to the Rothschilds through Pope Pius IX, the Vatican, later in 1871. So in 1865, Gordon Granger sat in front of the courthouse in Galveston, Texas, and, and read a decree from President Ulysses S. Grant, thereby freeing the, the remaining bastion of, in, of enslavement. The last slaves that were to be free were from Galveston, Texas. So the decree went like this. All slaves are now to be free. Not all black men and women are free. Right. All slaves are forever free as free slaves. <laughs> what does that mean? It, oh, there you go, you got it. So it means that through manumission, you are not really free. You're just a redesigned technical slave on a AI plantation called the Democratic Party, the National Basketball Association, the NFL, okay? The National Hockey League, Major League Baseball. That's why Kobe Bryant was taken out. Kobe Bryant did not want to be a slave anymore. Kobe Bryant was asked by Saudi Arabia, was asked by Muhammad bin Salman. Muhammad bin Salman, one of the most powerful men on this earth, asked Kobe Bryant in September of last year through a woman by the name of Princess Rima, capital R-E-E-M-A, and Princess Rima traveled to Los Angeles to meet Kobe Bryant and his representatives because the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman through Princess Rima wanted to give uh, Kobe Bryant a $1 billion check. Why? They mm -hmm. wanted Kobe Bryant to build a pro basketball league in Saudi Arabia. This was a threat to the NBA. They didn't ask Adam Silver. They asked Kobe Bryant. Right. So Adam Silver got wind of it, and he said, you're not going to do that. Wait a minute now. Kobe Bryant says, I'm retired. I don't, I don't play for you guys anymore. Right. See? Yeah. They use you, and if you even think, Brother Paul, of leaving the plantation, they will take you out. In a heartbeat. Because the slave has been redesigned. So then Kobe Bryant died on the 26th of January, 2020, on a Sikorsky 76B helicopter that was owned by the Island Holdings Group out of Van Nuys, California. 
which three years prior in January 2017, the executives of the Island Holdings Group flew from Los Angeles to Chicago to buy that helicopter that Kobe Bryant died on three years later. Who owned that helicopter before Island Holdings Group owned it? The Marmon Group. Who owns the Marmon Group? The Prisker family. Who is the CEO of the Marmon Group? The governor of the state of Illinois, Jay Prisker. These are rabbit holes, these are connections, and that's why Kobe Bryant was an immediate threat to the system. Because Kobe Bryant had blackmailed a lot of people, and especially Adam Silva. He said, if you don't allow me to fly to Saudi Arabia to begin this, I'm going to expose you, Adam Silver, and your connection to pedophilia. I'm going to expose you, Adam Silver and your connection to the pharmaceutical company that I'm suing, the Novartis AG group out of base of Switzerland, who does the drug testing for you, Adam Silver. And I know that you've been allowing LeBron James, okay, Steph Curry, and all these other stars not to take the test because they are blood juicing and blood doping. So I'm going to expose you. And they took out Kobe. These people, Brother Paul, are evil. Yeah. They don't care. As long as you are having your pants sagging, and the word sagging spelled backwards reveals the word capital N-I-G-G-A-S. That's a psyop. As long as your pants are sagging, okay, and you call yourself Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, Quarter Nickel Penny, Ice Tea, Ice Cube, Ice Trip, you're not a threat. But as long as when you begin to think to leave the plantation, Don't they know. would kill you. And this is how, why Malcolm X died, because he exposed the Democratic Party. He wanted to leave the plantation. He wanted to speak to all people, including white kids. That's when Malcolm became a threat. Right. When Malcolm was spewing out all the white men as a devil, he wasn't a threat. But when Malcolm left the Nation of Islam and began to speak <coughs> overseas at Oxford University and the University of London and all these white kids begin to embrace Malcolm, that's when he became a threat. Yep. You see? Got so I, I, I don't call myself African-American because that term Africa is named after the family of Scipio Africanus who had defeated Hannibal in 202 B.C during the Second Punic War and changed the name of the continent from Alcubulon, which means the Garden of Eden, to Africanus, which is Africa today. Uh, people are going to say, well, Bishop, uh, his name was not Africanus. It was given to, it doesn't matter whether he was born with the name, which he was, Africanus, or the name was given to him by the white power structure, the liberal power structure in the Roman Empire. Why are Black people so attached to a name of a family who also introduced bone broth in the Western Hemisphere. Bone broth was made in a broth by bones that were extracted from children that were sacrificed in the Roman Empire. But yet Black people are naming themselves after this family, the Africanus family. 
This thing is so deep. I know. It is so clear. And that's why my life is on the line. But you know what, man of God? I'm going to be fine. You know, I've been asked, you've been the fifth fifth person, Bishop, you can't stay in New York City forever. Come on down to Texas. We'll take Harry down here. Oh, yeah. I've been (laughs) told, yes. That's what they said. They said, they said, (laughs) matter of fact, I got a friend who is a pastor, a Nigerian pastor, praise God, um, in in San Antonio, okay, a Nigerian pastor, okay? And said, come on, Bishop, come on down here. We'll take care of you. We'll protect you, okay? This is powerful information here tonight. Brother Paul, I want to thank you for inviting me back. And my brother, I'm going to say this. You can have me anytime you want to. I will change my schedule, okay? Because from a radio and podcast side, I am booked until June of 2021. But anytime you want the bishop, I will change and cancel somebody to be on your show because I believe in you. I believe what you're doing. I respect you. I honor you. I thank God for your father, a great man for your family. And one day, definitely, I want to come down there to meet your family and to have lunch or dinner. Amen. And uh, I believe in the Truth Truth Defender podcast. And I thank you, my friend. Uh, for uh, inviting the bishop back to teach your audience, your listeners, your great patriots all over the world concerning Kanye West, Harriet Tubman, and the Prince Hall paradigm. And I thank you. God bless you, sir. Absolutely, sir. No worries. Um, yeah, anytime you want to come down here, just let me know. You know, oh my God. we'll go get some barbecue. Just like, you know. Oh, my God. I, and I heard Texas <laughs> barbecue is the best. So Absolutely. I'm definitely going to come down there. Now, I can barely see my shoes now when I stand. So I'm on a <laughs> diet now. And so the doctor doesn't want me to eat after seven, but I got to eat now because yeah. I, I've been ex, um, expending, extending yeah. energy all day. So sure. uh, to, with your permission, uh, Brother Paul, So all of your listeners, if you enjoyed the teaching, please financially support um, Bishop Larry Gates. Support Global Spiritual Revolution Radio. Go to paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. Again, paypal.me forward slash capital G, capital S, capital R, capital R Media Group. So it, GSRR Media Group has no spaces or dashes in between. One more time, paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. If it's $20, $40, $100, if you have any one of your listeners, if you're in a financial position that you are so blessed financially and you're a millionaire and you want to give $1,000, do that. Someone gave $1,000 earlier today. God touched a man of God's heart. Please, again, paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. And Brother Paul will put up all my links uh, after the broadcast tonight. Thank you, Brother Paul. Amen. And we're looking forward to coming back for a trifecta for part three here. Um, tonight. Thank you so much, my friend. Absolutely. So, yeah, we can't wait to have you back. Um, also, I love the Global Masterclass. I've caught all of them so far, so that's great. Oh, um, good. Yeah, sorry. Good. Everybody, everybody our global, man, thank you for um, reminding me of that. We have a Global Masterclass every Sunday night uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We, we stream it live, okay? Uh, here in New York City, we stream it live on our YouTube page, okay? 
And of course, just type in Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, and you just, it, it's streamed every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And every Monday following that Sunday, we have a recap of what we talked about the night before, what we call our mini global masterclass at 3.30 p.m. Not because of number, number 33, but 3.30 p.m. on um, Eastern Standard Time every Monday. So every Sunday night at 7 p.m. on YouTube and every Monday afternoon at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we push the envelope. Our, our theme is uh, we are stretching the eternal mind beyond human comprehension. This is a heavy, heavy red pill class only designed, not for blue pill people. Mm -hmm. It's only designed for red pill people who want to red pill the red pillars so that the red pillars can red pill the blue pillars. Yep. My God, thank we'll you so much, Brother Paul. We love you in Jesus' name. Absolutely, Bishop. Uh, I really appreciate your time, sir. Um, and then for everybody else, like I mentioned before, um, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts as well. Um, if you guys want to send us an email or anything like that, you have any questions for our guests as well, thetruthdefender1776 yes. at gmail.com. Um, I'll link all the links to the bishop down below as well um, as far as social media and everything. Um, our email address as well. You can find us on Twitter at Defender Podcast, Instagram at Truth Defender Podcast, and Facebook at Truth Defender Podcast as well. I uh, really appreciate you guys coming out for this episode as well. Uh, Friday we'll be on with Leo Zagami, so um, stay tuned for that show as well. Um, everybody, stay safe out there. Stay blessed. Stay frosty. Have a great one. Thank you so much, Brother Paul. We love you in Christ, and we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Thank you very much.